When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brian. Rana. Wait a minute. We this are, is, you know, we're always doing announcements. We're all, because we're always outdoing ourselves. We have plenty to announce and they're actually all momentous things. But this is big, capital B, capital I, capital G news. Just when you thought we couldn't up our game. Here we go. We've upped it. We've what upped do we, it. I mean, I don't know. what. Why are we, why do we bother? Aren't we giving Hon- them enough? Honestly, Rana, we're not. Clearly, we're just, we're just, they're clamoring for more. We're constantly so clearly evolving. We're not. Constantly yeah. evolving. We got to leave it all on the stage. Starting May 1st. But you can sign up now. Mayday. As, as Brian has, has mentioned, is it, Mayday, Mayday, is International uh, Workers' Party Day. Mayday. Yeah, Vina's so excited. She is getting her, she's getting her crown, her uh, flower crown ready. Um, yep. And we're going to dance around the maypole at a safe distance. Yes. But in and she makes that wonderful braided bread that she makes, oh, that they used to wait. make in the USSR. But yeah. in any event, uh, May 1st, Patreon, in the Patreon carriage house. For anyone who's interested, we are introducing a whole new tier of content. Oh, I can't wait, Rana. What are these people going to be called? We have to think of a name. For the extra CHIPs? Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to call? I mean, you're right. We have to come up with what level they are. Because they're Honestly, even going to be above the other level. I it's going to be say. wild. On this tier, we are introducing video content. So from Believe now it. on, you will be able to see... If you're the kind of person that likes to watch and not just listen, you will be able to see Brian and I doing a weekly Patreon podcast. Double the sensory fun of this show. And as an extra bonus, speaking oh of boy. people that are into the visuals, if you're a yeah. if you're a looker, not just a listener. Sure. Brian is offering only at this exclusive level. My promises are not empty. Hashtag Brian's body pots. I will be doing several photos of each of my body parts that we well, will release. Safe for work. Safe SFW. For, we think that, that we will release with these videos. So you will Strictly not only get an exclusive on photo collection, which might turn into a book one day, Rana. We don't know. No. Depends I mean, on how always... artfully this shot, I suppose. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Oh boy. So you, you ask for that. Brian's body pads, you're getting them. You're getting them. And and it'll be, well, so you'll not only get the Patreon video, which by, you know who isn't getting any of this, Rana? The free feed. That's, well, that's true. I know, but they're listening now. But let's tell them this. Okay. for the, So for the last uh, six weeks or so, we have been doing Give a Dollar to... Uh, Meals on Wheels. Meals on Wheels with every Patreon subscriber. We're giving $1 and we will be writing a check on May 1st. And I'm excited to tell everyone that at least as of this recording, it is nearly $2,000 that we're donating. It's true. And you know what's Which really is no sad, small Rana? thing. That's coming right out of oh my Oh my God, pockets. are you kidding? Excuse That's a ton. Me. Excuse me. And you want to know the really sad thing, Rana? What? Because of social distancing, we're not going to be able to have, um, I forget the name of the local newswoman, come over with a big check. 
for us to present. Oh, I know. We're not going to be able to do our publisher's clearinghouse check, our giant check. Exactly. But when this is all over, we promise we'll do it. We'll, we'll do at least take a picture with a giant check. Yes. Uh, so what we're going to be doing for the next month is anyone that joins the higher tier, whether you're a new subscriber or whether you're a subscriber that upgrades the tier, Level we up. are going to give $2. Yep. $2. Yeah. Per subscriber. Yep. To the charity, the COVID charity of our choice, which we haven't selected yet, but we're going to select it and we'll post it on Instagram because we just want to make sure we're vetting and we're giving our money where the where the money really counts. Absolutely, where the mouths need them. Yeah. That's right. So that is our exciting news. Patreon.com slash Ask Rana. You can either level up to the second tier or you can join us for your first time and you can feel okay about it because you're offsetting it with the donation. That's true. So That's we'll true. see. And at, the, and at the end of the month on June 1st, we will donate to the organization of our choice, which we will keep you posted on. Nobody does it better, Rana. Shall we get on with the show? Let's do it. Rana. And Brian. I have to, Rana, should we get into should some I start world? Should you Anne Brian? Sure, why not? Ampus but I Ann want Brian. people to think that my new name is Anne Brian. Anne Brian. <laughs> and I don't know if it's A-N-N-E or A-N-N. Like Anne Lamott. Ex- who's Anne Lamott? She wrote Bird by Bird. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Oh, right. Of course. I actually yeah. do know what that is. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> You seem like the sort of person that probably read Bird by Bird at some point. Well, was my bird featured in it? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you poor bird. These birds, Brian, all I can think about is you told me, now the people that are on Patreon know this, but the free feed people wouldn't know because they're not really really following the news on the level that that the Patreon people are. But tell everyone again what you told me because I can't stop thinking about it. About the birds. Because I told you I'm in a fight with a bird in my in my next door. A mockingbird. Who who you can probably hear too, but he's on it's on the other side of the house, so maybe not. I think it sounds kind of flirty. I kinda like it. Well as I told you I'm willing to go right over there and give him whatever he's looking for. If he's interested in a woman of my that uh, of my of my caliber, shall we say? Sure. Yeah. Well, first of all, a human, but second of all, an exceptional human. So what did you? He so should what, be so lucky. Tell people about the birds. Okay. So as everyone knows, I know a lot about birds. Yeah. As a bird owner, but I will say this: I was watching PBS NewsHour last week. Yeah. And there was a special report. There was a segment on how birds are now using like their fullest. I don't think it's called a voice, but whatever it is, their fullest yeah. voices. Uh, because they're used to sort of tamping down the noise because of all the noise we make. Yeah. And so now they're like really singing loudly. And I think for a lot of us, for me too, I thought like, uh, maybe it's just that I'm not home this much and I don't pay attention to the birds that much, but they're very loud. The driving me insane in the middle of the night. I mean, I've got a bird out my window who is jabbing all night long. And I imagine that he's like the bird at summer camp, at bird summer camp. He's sure. the bird that talks all night, and all the other Ugh. birds are throwing pillows at him across the bunk, saying, shut up, keep it down, I check it, only, as we say I, in Hebrew. I thought the only bird that talked at night was the owl. 
No, of course he's not the only nocturnal, but this bird is really doing a daytime song during the night. Just a lot of cheap, cheap, chop, 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 you know, on and on and on. <laughs> Ronna, you know what that means? That bird needs to get laid. Well, as I've mentioned, I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to sacrifice myself if it means the end of this conversation with this bird. Sure. I understand. Uh it's been a challenging week, I will say, in the main house. Because well, you the know sauna I thought we were past this. is not repaired yet. And what that means is that I have had to do a little light cleaning. I mean, obviously the house is immaculate, but yeah. I have had to start doing some light cleaning and I haven't been able to get my nails done this week. I told you I would do them, Rana. I appreciate the offer. And honestly, I would do them on myself first so that you're not the guinea pig. I would do them on myself first and then I'm happy to do them. All right, why don't you do your nails and then we'll talk about my nails. Okay. But it is, uh, it's been a challenging week and it turns out, I hate to tell you, so of course I called this guy right away about the, about the sauna getting it fixed. Turns out Bob Kraft has the same sauna. Oh, he's using my sauna. Oh, guy. he certainly has a sauna. I think we all know that by now. A couple of the, well, and a massage table to boot. Yeah. A couple of the Celtics. So all of these people, something went on with the software. It wasn't just you pouring your rocks glass onto the sauna. <gasps> it's beyond me? Something is going on with the software where it's going haywire for some reason. Oh, and I'm not God. the only one that's having the problem. So everybody, and now they're trying to bump me to the butt. And I'm saying to him, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, half these people have the sauna because I told them about you. So you better get over here immediately. That's true. That's and true. I, and on the, top all the of Bob that, Craft included, Rana, you did have it first. You know what else happened to me this week? What? My faucet broke off in my kitchen sink. So Christ. I was in the middle of doing the dishes and the faucet handle broke off. Yeah. And well, I had to let a plumber into my home in order to fix the faucet. Can I speak to the faucet for a second? And then about I this? had to disinfect Every surface. He came in wearing a bandana that I can only guess he'd been wearing for two weeks before that. Did no gloves. It? Yeah. Oh. And I, and I had to. And I had to just go with it because I needed it fixed so badly. Rana. Yeah. Did you find any hair in the sink? Mm, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't ask about that. Well, I really wanted a spa day, and I asked Yadvina if yeah. she would shampoo my hair. And what happened was uh. I accidentally rested my head on the faucet for a second because it was sort of felt good on my neck because I could arch my neck. Uh. But I don't think, I think what we did though, I mean, I did clear out, there was a few stray hairs, I cleared those out, but I didn't check on the actual faucet itself. Uh. So, but I'm wondering if at this point you probably should fire Yadvina. What? Well, I, stuff keeps happening. Brian, be, to be honest with you, I'll fire you before I fire Yadvina. <laughs> I mean, Rana, wait, has all this been for nothing? <laughs> well, I mean, you tell me. Why don't you start behaving yourself a little bit instead Rana. of throwing yourself spa days in my kitchen? Well, <laughs> honestly, Rana, I don't really get to live like this very often. This is a real come up for me. <laughs> and Yadvina has those, right now at least, she has sort of just those raw just sort of her her hands are calloused oh, yeah. so she can really do that scalp massage so nice she does do a good scalp massage she really does and, and it so is I, the best part 
It is. No question. I may, could so, do, I may could do a 20-minute head massage when she washes my hair. It felt so... I told she, her, has I go, those, this is, she has those field, those potato-picking hands. I mean, really, those, truly. those, those ve- very strong hands. Strong. Which, remember when we went to Budapest and I had that massage treatment? At the Four Seasons. And I've never... I mean, the hands on that woman. I've never experienced anything I'll never that. forget that you came out of that and told me. You said, I think... What you want is right upstairs. Everything that just happened to me is your dream come true. And I didn't end up doing it. I ended up seeing those shoes instead. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. The shoes, those terrible shoes. Wonderful so memorial. That is a wonderful Oh, it is. Memorial. It is incredible. It's very moving. You know, Brian, they're doing all of these things now where you can either tour museums yeah. online. Yeah. I don't know whether I'm interested in that or not. We should look into that. And the, yeah. and the other thing is the National Theater, uh, the Bridge Theater, I believe the Royal Shakespeare Company, and certainly the Stratford Festival in in Canada. Yeah, they're, are you touring theaters? They're putting their old productions <gasps> up online. Oh, great! And you can either watch them. That might be something we want to do in the carriage house. We could think That'd about be it. Fun. Where we watch a play instead of watching a movie. Yeah. And so you can watch. I don't know what if they have this exactly, but I know for sure that Mark Rylance and Stephen Fry. Did a Twelfth Night, I think it was, together. It was wow. either a Twelfth Night or a, it must have been a Midsummer Night's Dream. Anyway, they did that a couple of years ago. And What about can, that Donmar? Are they doing things, I wonder? I bet they are. We should look into it. They have so, yeah. They've had so many wonderful productions there. Yeah. yeah. I, do, I watched a production of The Recruiting Officer there a few years ago, which was with Tobias Menzies and uh, Mark Gaddis, is that his name? The guy from Sherlock and a few and a million other things. He wrote Sherlock, sure. but he also played Moorcroft. Okay. And it was so fabulous. I'd watch that again. Anyway, that's something to think about for us. Oh my God. I love it. I didn't know any of that. That's fantastic. That is, of course, assuming the podcast continues. Because if I can't- Why wouldn't it? If I can't get the sauna fixed this week- Rana, but I mean, that is not I to- look put together today, but- You look gorgeous. Really, I feel- I do- I feel as though the walls is trying to cave in on me. Rana, they're not. They're being yeah. built up even better. Yeah. I'm telling you, I I, I can't mean, go back to college rules. You know where I had to do my own face masks and I had you know that sort of thing. No, I know. But can I speak to you now as not a colleague, but as the man of the house? But well, please, if it's about beefsteak tomatoes, then you can't. It's all under control, Rana. <laughs> I got this down. You're gonna learn to do manicures. Yep. You're gonna learn. I'm going to do what every man should have already learned how to do. <laughs> a manicure. I'm going to learn to do manicures. I'm, next time I take a sink, uh, next time Yadvina washes my hair in the sink, I'm not going to lean on your uh, faucet. But we don't know when she's going to be back. Yadvina. Oh my God, because she can't use this. <gasps> You're not getting it, Rana, Brian. Rana. What are we like? What are we gonna do? You're not getting it, Brian. Rana, your, your silver trays, what your tea service that gonna... arrives every afternoon, where you oh get a cookie God. and a cup of herbal tea in the afternoon. That's oh over now. You're gonna have to pick your own cookie up. Uh, this, I have a message. Those for Those little cookies she makes, those little butter cookies yeah, with the yeah. with the uh, with the powdered sugar on top yep. and the um, the almond cookies. Yep. Over. Rana, we need. Who? What's going on in Denmark? Yeah. Truly, well, Norway, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's which leads us to what's going on in Finland. I couldn't. Be, I me. couldn't be in a worse mood now. But go we ahead. are number thirty nine in Finland. Yeah, take a tip, Denmark or Norwegia, Norway, Norwegia. 
Norwegian. That probably was the that was probably the name when the when the uh, globe said Britannica. It was probably called Norwegia. Norwegia. So yes, yeah, so you're probably not too far off there. Well, thank you. Uh, Thirty nine in Finland. That's we so have exciting. Been chatting in some pretty exciting places. We've been number thirty nine in Finland. We're chatting in Indonesia. How that happened, I don't know. Fabulous. Yeah, we are still rock solid in Central Europe with Croatia chatting for us. Croatia. Thank you, Electro Pope. Isn't that his name? Electro Pope. Follow Ele- Electro Pope on, and on then Instagram. A few, and then a few other people popped up from Serbia and Croatia and said, uh, "I'm listening to. I'm listening to." That's incredible. So I've cute. always wanted to go to Croatia. Now would, I'm dying to go. Put that on our list too. I'm dying. Yeah, no to kidding. Uh, we're going to do a boat, and we're, we're going to do uh, right off the Croatian coast. I can't wait. Oh, me but too. But here's the situation: we would love to hear from our European listeners. Sure. We would love to. If, if any of you are listening from this place, even if you don't have a question, if you if your problem is that you're either worried about asking the question, or your English isn't good enough, or you're worried that I'm going to make fun of your grammar, your English. Let me put you at ease right now. Yeah, Juan is not an asshole. I'm definitely going to make fun of it <laughs> e- either way. So whether you write it perfectly or you write it imperfectly, I'm going to find something wrong with it. I'm going to take out my red pen. We all know now that I used to be a substitute teacher. We certainly do. So I'll take out my red, my red wax pen either way. Sh- sure. What I'm saying is don't let language be a barrier. It's really about human connection and human issues. So send us yes. a question yep. or send us a little eyewitness report. Tell us how the quarantine is going in Finland. Tell us how it's going in Croatia. How, yeah. how are you feeling? How are people react? And we'd love some updates from, from Indonesia or wherever. Well, apparently, Rana, yeah. Croatia is handling this very well is what I'm reading. That's what I'm hearing too, yeah. But what I'd like to that? hear it firsthand. Me too. Yeah. Rana, okay. can I read you some lovely reviews? Please, yeah. Megan has given us five stars only and a 10 out of 10 in her heart. And she writes, Rana's no-nonsense approach paired with Brian's absolutely outrageous advice, which I'm following every time, is the best advice you're going to get. Thank you both for shining lights in my life, especially during uncertain times. Honey, I've absolutely got to run. It's time for me to watch 911 in the sauna. Or kiss, kiss, <laughs> but from six feet away. <laughs> Fabulous. And a 911 plug. Where are we on 911 in the narrative? I've been watching okay. every week. Hang on. So um, right now. And uh, keep in mind, this comes out Tuesday. I saved my attacker. Okay. And I think- He the, lives, because I'm right. one episode behind, yeah. So in the next week's, if, if this is coming out next week, in next week's episode, I'm like dealing with it. And in the final week's episode, I, I confront him one last time. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so catch, and so it is worth watching all. I have to say, I watched the, uh, the hostage episode is the one I saw most recently. Ron, it means so much to me. Honestly, it was such a wild ride from start it's to a, finish. It is. It's a real. The, it's a real the, caper. The caper itself uh, was was uh, quite a heist. I'll say. Sure was. But more importantly, I went on such a ride with Josh Russo. He had so many things he had to play. When they watch it, they'll be able to see you have all these tiny little moments that you have to play that tie the whole thing together. Because in a thing like that, the reaction shots are everything. And they are following your story through the whole thing. And it is so dramatic. And you are so fabulous. And you sell every inch of it. And you look (sighs) terrific. That really means a lot to me. Thank you, Rana. What do I know? I, but only, I, guess the, I only have fabulous taste. So I guess like my performance in, in a way you could say has made up for things that have happened at the house. Oh, I would never say that. 
I mean, that's, I was talking about Josh Russo. I wasn't oh, talking true. about Brian Sasser. <laughs> okay. So, Shun You Know gives us five stars and writes, actually, Rana, will you read this one just because I want to hear you say all these names? Brunello, Lauro, Imez, McQueen, Celine, Valentino, Moschino, Prada, Altazara, Magella, Rana. Kiss, <laughs> kiss. What do you think of that? I think that's everyone's new ringtone is what I think. Honestly, that is not, that's an actually a fabulous idea. That's on new ringtone slash exactly. video. And I it's want like, people to to remix it and put, maybe Electro Pope could remix it for us. That'd be fabulous because honestly, to me, it almost sounded like the spoken word part of Vogue when Madonna starts naming all the Yes, dance, Dietrich, or, uh, how does it go? Um, uh, Dietrich and DiMaggio, <sighs> Marilyn something in the yeah. mood with an Greta attitude. Garbo and Ma- Monroe. Dietrich, Dietrich and, and DiMaggio. DiMaggio. Marlon Brando, Jimmy Dean. On the cover of a magazine. Grace Kelly, hallowed Jean, picture of a beauty queen. Jean Kelly, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, dance, dance on, on air. air. They had style. They had grace. Rita Hayworth gave good face. Lawrence, no, Lauren, Catherine, Lana, Lana too. too. Betty Davis, we love you. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that were in the mood, don't just stand there. Let's get, Let's to, get it. to it. Strike, Strike a, a pose. pose. There's nothing to it. Vogue. Vogue. <laughs> the that new was one is, fun. It's sure, Rana, we're adding right. it to the act. Where's Electropope? If you're Electro listening Pope. from Croatia still, we want you to remix Loro, Amez, Brunello, et cetera. Et cetera. Okay. We're waiting for it. We can't wait to put it on our Instagram. Eric Cheney gives us five stars and says, excuse me, where do we Any begin? relation to Dick? No, spelled differently. Okay. Spelled Eric instead of Dick. Right. Oh, no, Cheney is spelled differently. Cheney is spelled differently. Okay. <laughs> As if Rana weren't good enough of a, re- of a reason to listen, which of course she is, add in one Brian Safi, and it's almost too much delici- dis- deliciousness to handle for this gay man. Very nice. Would you like to read this last one? A little one, generic. I thought it was a little generic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. But nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I love when you read them. Oh. Edwards Marcom gives us five stars and says... Making quarantine bearable, nay, enjoyable. I don't want to write too much because I don't want to say the wrong thing. (laughs) There you go. These two are making two or three days of each week a delight. It's like a gift every Tuesday and Friday. Of course I'm on Patreon. Subscribe and listen to the excellent advice seasoned with humor and chemistry we haven't seen since the Philadelphia story. Excuse me. All right. You're Kate Hepburn and I'm Jimmy Stewart, I guess. Or Cary Grant, probably. Pardon me. Ron and Brian, your timing, your podcast it's perfection. Which, by the way, is an excellent segue for us to tell people next week for Quiff. So they're listening to this Tuesday. That would this would be Friday. Sure. Uh, on the page in the Patreon carriage house, uh, movies. Uh, my pick was Rear Window. My pick is Lady in a Cage. Is trapped in an elevator. <laughs> She's trapped in her home elevator. Yeah. So we'll be discussing those on Friday. Um, and we want to remind people, because we had a lot of questions about this, on 92Y with Nick Kroll is still up. Believe you it. can get to it from the link. In, there was some technical difficulties, but they've been resolved. You can get to it from the link in our link tree, which is just oh, in, in yep. the bio here, up above on Instagram. So if you, even if you're not on Instagram, you want to just go lurk and find the link, you can. Yep. 
Um, and it's a five dollar donation to get to be able to watch it for the ninety two Y. And we were so excited to do that show. We had a, it turns out Brian and I both had a blast, but we weren't sure if we did. Then we found out we did. That's true. We found out we did. I have to say, Rhonda, that was a very vulnerable Patreon. I thought, yeah, but you know what? We'll let them have a window. That's true. And mostly right. it was just an honest conversation between you and I, which I thought was fabulous. It was very nice. Yeah. And by the way, I will say, if you want some more windows, please follow us on Instagram. I'm just talking like you now. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. Rate and review us on iTunes. We love these reviews. They're so well written. Send us questions. Do all the things. Send us fresh questions. It's spring. We want fresh questions. Exactly. We want horned up questions. And I also <sighs> have to say this. <laughs> Rana, I think you think you could just guest, slip things in. You think you could just slip one in, shoe well, one horned in, in. Sure, yeah. Shoe, get, send shoe us some of your favorite shoe horned and horned, shoe horned and horned questions. Send us. I am shoe horned up for your questions, and I will also say our guests coming right up right here, Rana. Yeah. Did we have fun? I mean. These They're two, incredible. These two are so fabulous. The, how Hollywood power couple. And it's a total different kind of thing than we've done. Different energy, different fans, and they're so Completely. terrific. Actors, actors. Okay. All right. Enjoy. And Brian, we should tell people we're doing an Instagram back on Instagram Live. We're IG back. Live. We are back on Instagram Live. We t- we only took a little break because we did the 92nd Street Y and we've been doing all these wonderful things. I know, but these people, my God, we're giving them too much Rana. content. And we're not making them pay for enough. How are we giving them too much content when they're I'm saying it's not enough? Now. I'm getting when, upset now. Don't well, get, okay, we gotta move past it then, Rana, because we are doing an Instagram live this Wednesday, Wednesday. tomorrow yeah. at noon thirty. Pacific time. 12.30 Pacific. 3.30 Eastern. And we'll be doing it from Ask Rana and Brian Safi. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's how we're doing it. All right. um, So tune in and we'll see you there. Fabulous. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create a podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Wait a minute. Rana. I mean, you know, this quarantine is crazy because these people have nothing to do. So they're willing to do almost anything to fill fill an hour. That's what I no. Are you kidding? How lucky are are these people? And also, not to mention, Rana, I think it was a couple weeks ago we were talking about Hollywood power couples. Yes, we were. This is the real deal. Yes, we were. That's exactly right. Two. By the way, he went to Eaton and Harvard, which I know is your dream man already. Excuse me. Excuse me. And she. I don't know if it would be my dream. He'd become an actor after that, but the the education (laughs) I'm impressed with. Yeah. I'm and sure his she, mother has a thing or two to say about that. Yeah. And she was on one of the biggest hit shows probably ever on network television, which is a rare thing now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I can't even. She's the wife of, oh, excuse me. She, 
She's Excuse Hawaii Five-O. He's deception in real life and on screen. And I happen to know he was doing a pilot with a very dear friend of mine, Dana Klein, when all of this happened. I happen really? to know. Yeah. And Rana, I'll also have you know that deliberately when uh, Harry and Meghan came to LA, they deliberately moved to Canada. I was going, it's very funny you were going to say that because I was going to say this is the real Harry and Meghan. This is the real Harry and Meghan. She's Canadian. Megan wishes she was Canadian. And she's sure. 10 times more gorgeous than Megan, I hate to tell you. And he has the education that the other one could never get. Harry could never get into eat. And they have to send them all to Sandhurst because sure. they, they have to give them a military education because they don't read or write over there when, they, when they're royals, which we've all learned from the crown. Okay. Have we done enough introducing of these people? Excuse yes, me. But Should we let I them s- talk? Can I say their names? Because I can't wait to say Absolutely. his name. Absolutely. It's so dramatic. Okay. <laughs> Please welcome Jack. Cutmore Scott, which is a good dynasty name, Fabulous. and Megan Rath. <laughs> Thank you very and, much. And if you, you hear her name, if you hear her name spoken, you don't know that there isn't a W in front of Rath. Sometimes so true. They sound like they, these are. They sound like a couple of pirates. These two. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know, Jack, if you dis- if you know if you descended from any seafaring pirates, because I bet you are. I'm sure at least a couple. Yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. with the double barrel name, Jack, what are we dealing with here? Who are the Cutmores well, and who are the Scots? Uh, just feminism, you know? Uh, we're dealing oh, really? with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my mom was Cutmore, my dad was Scott, and uh, they, they made us, you know, a combo. I see. They weren't the Cutmore much. Scots before that. They weren't. We no. were the first. I, I was the second, technically. Yeah. So you all met on ACES on a Fox show that you did. And then you've, I just can't, Rana, it just boggles my mind that two professional actors could coexist together from a show and actually make it work. Why would they ever want to spend more than 30 seconds together? That's what I mean. I mean, they're both the the stars of the show. So who, how does it even work? These two again, now you're supposed to be getting married this year. Are you still, is the wedding, what's Uh, going on with Corona with the wedding? The wedding is postponed. Yeah. We're supposed to be in May. Um, In a minute. It's too bad. There was, yeah, there was a couple of things we were looking forward to that. And also the pilot with Dana Klein, we were yeah. doing that together. Oh, you're both in the, you get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Five I was finished and, um, Oh, yeah. come on. Yeah. Wait, so was this the, is this the jury duty show that you yes, guys did? Yes, it is. Okay, great. Yeah. Fabulous. And who's it sounds the, so good. And Alana Ubach was going to be the judge. Is that right? Yeah. Who's yeah. fabulous. She was so good as Jean Pier as Janine Pierro in I'm so a excited. show. Oh, Hopefully yeah. it still happens. Oh, it'll happen. It'll just have to, it'll just take a little time for them to figure out how to get, you know, quarantine the crew and right. a few people over here. And, cause it, or is it a multi-cam or a single cam? A single Look cam. Look at you, Rana. Well, you know, yeah. it makes a difference Lingo. how they should. I know. Wait a minute. I have been skirting the entertainment business for quite some time. That's and as true. you know, I'm a big fan. So I know, I know a thing or two. Plus I have Brian to teach me. Brian's a 911. Maybe you've heard of it. Fox 911. Oh yeah, yeah. Speaking I have of heard hit of network shows, excuse me. Excuse true. me. That's right. Yeah. That's, That's right. a real we, big hit. But we haven't been to Hawaii. Or, or, and we're not from Canada. That's true. There's so a lot of a crime in Hawaii, so there's still time. You were, <laughs> you, were, you were living in Hawaii for how long? Our seasons, we would shoot nine months a year. Oh, wow. So I did three seasons. I did the last three. And were you just worried about your skin constantly? Um, they would uh, chase us around with umbrellas all the time, so we weren't actually in the sun as much as it seems. Yeah. I mean, no one wants to get skin cancer. 
So no, I wear my not, sunscreen. Yeah, it's not it's not a good way to go. Jack, did you go to school with Eddie Redmayne or Prince William? Uh, I no. Well, I didn't overlap with them. Yeah, um, didn't you? Well, Eddie graduated, I think, the year before I got there. Yeah. I see. So we just we tagged out. Who okay. was who was there when you were there? Anybody exciting? Um, any up and comers no, no, like just, yourself? Just, just me. Just yeah. I mean, I was probably the only one of any significance. I would say. <laughs> um, <laughs> no future prime ministers. Not not as not as yet. Maybe. Not an, not an MP. Plate, yeah. Not an yeah. MP in the in the herd, huh? <laughs> Jack Possibly. was Boris Johnson your year. <laughs> Yes, he was the actually. He's, he hasn't aged well. I want the audience to get a visual. Okay, good. All right, Bojo. So we, Bojo was there the new bunk Yeah. <laughs> he was, no, Bojo no, was... Constant so bedhead. Bojo was head boy. He was head boy at Eaton. Sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're not here to talk about Eaton, although we could. Yeah. We are here because we are enlisting these two wonderful people for uh, people right into us. Really, they write into Rana, and yeah. I weigh in when I think of That's something to say. Right. Rana is an expert on everything, but we want uh, you all to weigh in today on some advice questions that we got. So, right. Rana, do you want to kick it off, or would you like me to? It's entirely up to you, dear. You feel? Are you in a reading mood, or you want me to do the reading? I think you should do the first one. Okay, I'll when do you put the it first that way. <laughs> You're not in a reading mood. Okay. <laughs> you enjoy your coffee. Well, out of your beautiful Turkish mug, while I uh, while I read this question, Ron okay. and I have matching mugs. Yeah, we do. Brian got them in Philadelphia on one of his sojourns. He, right. she, he was sharing custody of a dog who lived in Philadelphia, so he would go there and have romantic weekends by himself in Philadelphia. Or as far as yeah. I know, he was by himself. That's I know. All true. I never it's received hard to share an invitation. A dog. It's very difficult to share a dog. Are you still doing it? Yes, but actually my dog moved, I mean, with his owner, my ex, moved back to uh, L.A., which is wonderful, but... Um, and so I see him on like the weekends and everything, but it's oh, wow. been sort of tricky with this. I miss him a lot. They can't, we can't fly Sherman to Marblehead every weekend, but we could, show, really we, we could fly him on occasion. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Hard, yeah. hard time for people sharing dogs. Also, we were saying hard time for people having an affair. How, how do you do that? Well, you know, it isn't, <laughs> I think it is and it isn't. I think I've it's managed. also a very titillating time to have an affair because I guess so, yeah. even though even though they've moved it to I mean Jack how are you handling it how, um, how are you managing how are you managing your mistress the issue has just been because I obviously have multiple um, that that's been tricky just in terms of. Um, it's scheduling. The, it's the time change, yeah. Yeah. And also, yeah. you know, you, you say how many times a week can you say I'm doing the laundry? Well, quite. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, dear Ron O'Brien and lovely guests, I'm stuck in a job I can't stand for many reasons, and was trapped here due to logistical reasons through May when I was so excited to begin searching for a new position somewhere else. Now, of course, I'm grateful to still have employment, but disappointed to realize I'll probably be stuck here for quite a while, given the economic downturn. I'm writing to ask advice about one specific aspect of my job that I can't stand, the constant social pressure to pretend I care about my coworkers' children. (laughs) In pre-quarantine times, my boss would typically two to three times a week ask one after another of my coworkers with kids to pull out videos of her child or children so that we could all watch them for about an hour in rotation. Oy. 20 minutes of various videos of one child, then another, then another. 
Simpsons. No child is interesting for 20 minutes, first of all. Not, not, even, not even two minutes. And Maybe not, a minute. And not even your own child. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sometimes the babies or toddlers were invited into the office and work would stop for two hours so that we could all sit around and watch them. <laughs> I'm an intentionally child-free woman in my late 30s who loves my nieces and nephews but finds it excruciating to be forced to pretend to care about the kids of co-workers, especially when I dislike some of these co-workers. Hating the kids by association. For example, one co-worker casually mentioned that her husband had hoarded 195 masks at the start of COVID-19. Oh, my God. It took a lot of effort to not start a fight with her, let alone then be pressured into watching videos of her toddler. Now that we're all at home, we've been asked to join a Zoom with one of the ba- one of the <laughs> babies, and pictures regularly get passed around. I'm the only one who doesn't comment, and I feel fine about that, but how do I get out of the Zoom sessions? Worse yet, I'm dreading returning to work and sitting through the constant videos and occasional visits. This boss is generally oblivious about personal boundaries and has also had us all gather around to watch things like 20-minute comedy routines from the 90s that, oh have, my that have aged poorly. Right, that are racist, homophobe. I mean, like, come on. That's what you're getting. It's part of a larger trend, but this is the most common, uncom- uncomfortable thing we're all pressured <laughs> into doing. Thanks so much. No real name, please. Oh, wow. These I feel for you. What do you think? I I I agree that nobody's children are are that interesting. I I think it's totally acceptable to show someone a picture. You say how cute, it's very nice, but truly I don't think anyone should be forced to watch something for 5 minutes, let alone an hour or two. Even the puppy bowl is only interesting for about five minutes. And you're basically putting all these rugrats together in the center of a room at the office and letting them go crazy. And the other thing I want to say about the N95 husband, I do think men get nuts after they have kids with prepping. I think they think like, I'm here to protect my family. I'm buying everyone out, da-da-da-da-da. And this guy sounds like a real jerk. That's unacceptable. I'm impressed that he only got 100. Well, how many do you have, Ronna? I feel like that's no one's business. But I feel like a hundred is the li- limit for personal what? use. I feel yeah. like a hundred and under you're allowed to have, but over a hundred. Are you, you be out of your mind? Absolutely not. We don't know what's coming. I'm not saying get a thousand, but I wouldn't mind have a hundred. Mind having a hundred in my closet. How many are you all hoarding? <laughs> we have like none. <laughs> we are poorly prepared. Not even. Just, what, what do we have? What do you call those? Like the those regular disposable just like the masks. Surgical masks. Or yeah. The yeah. surgical masks. Yeah. I I placed a couple orders for like cute cotton masks online. Have yet to arrive. I don't know. I don't know when to expect them. We have nothing. <laughs> have you got a bandana? You can use a bandana. Yeah, I have a Givenchy silk the, scarf. That well, I use. silk is not ideal. You know that. Yeah, well, I'm doing my best. Because you like can't everybody. wash, unless you're doing wool light and washing your silk every day. Because you want to get oh, the germs right. off. Yeah. yeah, not germs. It's not germs, but yeah. As you thought she. But I bet you look great. Jack, are you are you <laughs> the type that's going to um, join one of the protests? The, the anti-stay-at-home. Anti- are you going to yeah. storm the yeah. state house? Well, listen, I think that every argument has two sides. And um, <laughs> I think that there's, you know, there's just really something to be said for... 
for being highly irresponsible at a time like this and 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 doing whatever the hell you feel like doing and um you know as you say Rona, we don't know what we're in for going forward so seize the day i say do what you got to do right now and don't worry about your future or anybody else's (laughs) are you this advice for the woman (laughs) yeah Yeah, so what she's supposed to do click off what do people think here let's give this woman some actual advice I, I personally, I have this, I make it, I don't like those things. I don't like, I hate hearing about people's vacations. I don't need to hear about your trip. Tell me, was it good? Yes or no. In a sentence, if you start talking to me about the entire trip, I don't care. And people know that about me. And so they don't come to me with. (laughs) There's no greater crime than either being made to look through someone's vacation photos or the yearbook photos. Yearbook, I would prefer because yeah. at least that's you know, so there's a point of Vintage. reference. But. And you get to see more than one person or two yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> she needs Vacation to just. Babies. She needs, I think, to say, "Leave me off the baby zoo." Yeah, I think she just needs to yeah. say, "I'm not. I'm not going to be able to to join the, the the baby zoo." She needs to establish her boundaries. I would say. It doesn't sound like she's going to get fired from this job. I can understand why she wanted to quit, but it doesn't sound like she's going to get fired. So it doesn't, there, there doesn't seem to be a threat of that happening here. Mm-hmm. So the only thing you can do is establish your boundaries. And with the ba- it sounds like the Zoom is de- devoted just to babies. And so I think that you have to say, as the only one without a baby, I'm not joining. I, and you know I, what you I, could I, do that's very sneaky, actually? I, I think I know where you're going, Rana. If Go the ahead. woman says something to her, like, well, why aren't you joining? da 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 you could say, it would be a total lie, but you could say, you know, honestly, I don't like to talk about it. The decision, why I decided not to have kids, I don't like to talk about it. But it sort of makes me feel terrible to have to watch the, you know, I don't want to talk about it. It's very personal, but it's very, it's hard for me to participate when other people are doing this. So I hope you don't mind if I, if I just bow out. And the woman. Especially at this oh, time, oh, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I hadn't thought of it that way. It must, it must kill you that I have such a wonderful, beautiful child and you have nothing. Yeah. In a weird way, you're giving her a compliment. So she'll take, yeah. she'll, she'll take it as, oh, I can't believe I was so insensitive. It must be so hard to look at my incredible child rolling around, throwing up on the floor, <laughs> wetting its diaper and, you know, spitting up and saying he's smiling or whatever, you know. Having gas, calling it a smile, whatever, you know, whatever it is they're doing. Sure. What were you going to say, Brian? Oh, no, I was just going to ask either of of you two, because I think a lot of people are in this position. Are there Zooms that you are being invited to that you really wish you were off that list? Or have you managed that time well? You don't want to admit it. It sounds like the Cutmore Scott family has a Zoom and that, yeah. Ma- and that Megan need- doesn't like a- attending it. That's they they, they need to cut less Scott once in a while. You know? uh, there it is. <laughs> no, I was just going to say you could also really, I mean, you could go for broke and say something like, I didn't want to say this before, but I was in prison for infanticide. And so when I see your child, it's actually very <laughs> triggering. triggering. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's best for everyone. 
You guys are way more inventive. I got. I got to say, if this is. It, I, I was just going to go with you know maybe uh, pretend that your camera isn't working on Zoom. So Smart. You can just, that's actually yeah. that's, that's actually perfect advice though. Oh, no, thank you. But it's it's way less entertaining. But what do you mean pretend? Runners. She has to attend real meetings too. Well, so it only doesn't ask. work are, for this. Are they? Yeah. Are the are there real meetings happening that that would nullify that excuse? Um, and is there some kind of is it, does Zoom have a baby filter? You know, is there some kind of <laughs> uh, program you can get? Which is like, I'm sorry, it crashes every time someone under the age of five uh, attempts to talk. To or me. is there like a vocal effect on your end you could do over the baby to where it just sounds hysterical every yeah. time it says something? There's absolutely no reason to attend these baby Zooms. I don't have a baby. I'm not attending. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds God. cute. Uh, or just keep making, oh, I can't do, you know, unless for some reason it's a mandatory meeting, which is crazy. But, you know, I, oh, I can't do it then. I'm busy. Because also, I'm, I know it's different. Are you all pet people? Do you have pets? Mm-hmm. We have two dogs. Yeah. Can you imagine if you just put one of your dogs on a chair and were like, look at him, look at him, look. That'd be more entertaining. Well, I am truly way more entertaining. I have yeah. a feeling that's what I have a feeling that's what Mrs. Cutmore Scott does. I have a feeling she she gives a report on the dogs every time they do a family Zoom. Yeah, am I, I mean, I'm am I correct in that? that? <laughs> um, yeah. You just have to start. I mean, you have to give you you have to set your boundaries. That's all mm-hmm. it is here. Because this is not related to work. And you need to not stand there for two hours when they're in the... I mean, when they're actually in the physical office, what do you think? You go back to... You say, oh, I forgot I had to send this email to so-and-so. Go back to your office. But... In the meantime, obviously, you're looking for another job anyway. So this I think actually end those people tunnel. might be trying to just if, if 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 people are being encouraged to bring up baby videos so everyone can watch for an hour, I think they're just trying to avoid doing work at that point. Like, who knows if they're actually well, what is this? I'm dying to know what they're doing at this company. What the, jo- the, what the job yeah, what is? What is their work? I don't know. Two hours of baby playtime in the middle. Toy factory. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this letter was a nursery. Maybe it came from the North Pole, this letter. Because truly watching Mm. 90s videos. I mean, yeah, by the way, this is at least some of the silver lining of the quarantine is like a lot of these Zoom meetings now cut the shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're just it, if it's an actual business meeting or something, you're just in it. You're not well, like, well, and the irony videos. is that as this thing has gone on longer, people have stopped asking people how they're doing. Which is hysterical because okay. as the numbers increase, of course, it's more likely that someone you know, or, you know, is going to be affected in some way. But now that everybody is in this together, everybody has almost entirely cut out the "How are you? How's it going? How are you holding up?" Everyone is doing their own quarantine now. Yep. So yep. people aren't even barely asking each other how they're doing at this point. Okay. Okay. You ready for this one, Ron? Now this is a very specific one. Okay. Hi, Rana and Brian and guests. That's you, Jack and Megan. You guys are the best, and I love listening to your podcast. I'm in my late 30s, single, and haven't dated a guy in years, and I've been dyeing my hair with box color since I was 16. <sighs> I always dyed my Hold hair Hold on, because... I'm going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because the fact that one of our listeners has been dyeing a hair out of a box for the last 20 years is really, that's not what we're aspiring to yet. Well, what do you use? You don't I, do that? Oh, out of a box. You think I'm in my house with no, gloves I don't, on? Actually. Excuse me. <laughs> Though I might be very soon. My roots are getting very dark, as you can see. You look terrific. But the, the blonde is still popping, and contrast is really the key to color, just so yeah. people know. 
You need okay. a little dark to make the light pop. But anyway, we'll get to okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Been dyeing my hair with box colors since I was 16. I always dyed my hair because I wanted to, but the last couple of years, it's definitely because I'm trying really hard not to look old to others. My job entails entertaining guests and working with much younger people. During quarantine, I haven't dyed my hair at all, and I don't even miss the dyed color. I kind of like how the white hairs are coming in. Do you think it's crazy to go gray this early? So let me just check again. Late 30s. Do you think it's crazy to go gray this early? When is it fashionable for ladies to even stop dyeing their hair? Thank you and kiss kiss, cat. Okay. What do people think? And I want to say I'm sorry that we, well, let's see what people think. But we can hold Paget Brewster up as an example here. Paget Brewster who is a friend of us, uh, who was on Criminal Minds Forever and Love a thousand her. other Love things her. and is a doll and hysterical and a true, truly genuine eccentric. But she's not a real oh. doll. She's just like a nice person. Has been... <laughs> has been... Has been dyeing her hair out of a box. She's one of those old-fashioned... Really? She's, well, she's an old-fashioned wasp. And Jack knows a little something about that, and so they, the the place that they the places that they choose to save money could drive you to walk wow. in front of a train, because they they are always living off money from two hundred years ago from the revolution from when people were kicking barrels of beer into Boston Harbor or whatever. She's a you know a daughter of the American Revolution, and she's actually a Mayflower descendant. Brewster was the the guy who made the beer on the Mayflower. So what does the Mayflower she, have to do with her dyeing her hair at home? Because People like that are cheap and crazy ways. I see. They always think they're going to run out of money because they don't think there's any money coming in. Even though she was on a hit show for 27 years. Sure. And, yeah, God, she's fine. and God knows what she's worth. She always thinks tomorrow could be the day that the red coats show up at our door. And I need to know that I have, I need to know I have it in the mattress. And huh. so she, she's just very pragmatic and very eccentric. So she was dyeing her hair out of a box by herself. And maybe they would do it at work sometimes for her, you know, how they'll do that at work. They'll do your roots for you. But yeah. she, when you're very fancy, which Megan, I assume, has her own personal team that she uses. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Because it needs, you need to have it right, dear. <laughs> uh, you need to have it just so. And <laughs> she was doing it out of a box, but recently has decided she no longer wants to do that. And ha- she wears a wig when she's doing uh, Criminal Minds. That's awesome. And she has, sh- on Instagram, has come out as graying her hair. And it looks fabulous on her. Very but brave. It is very brave. But there's also, I mean, but excuse Does me. she still put color in her hair, though, even if it's gray? Like, does she still use, like, a wash or a finish or something? No, but you, you ask a perfect question. Because the real answer to this question is, what does your gray hair look like? And if you happen to have a look where you can carry off gray hair, you can go gray whenever you want to. Sure. And then, yeah, the, I mean, and then there are people who have gray highlights put into, if they want to go gray, oh, yeah. they also go to the salon and have gray yeah. highlights weaved into their hair so that they're getting that face frame and that pop of color and they get it going gray the way they want to until mm-hmm. the gray catches up. Jack, now what were you saying here? You were about to say well, something. Well, no, I, I mean, I uh, entirely... Clearly, Ronna has has this on lock. I mean, they're, 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 this is a comprehensive knowledge that she's demonstrating here, so I wouldn't want to venture anything other than what you said, which is that, as Kat herself said, she likes the way that it looks. You know, it's coming through. She thinks it looks good. Um, and there is, uh, as Ronna, you just said, there's no, you know, go gray whenever you want. If it if it looks good and you think it looks cool, then other people will too. That's That's my 
two. I agree. I had I love gray hair on on women. I have I can't wait to have long silver hair. You know. Well, that's easy to say with your cheekbones. Excuse me. (laughs) Well, you flatter me. (laughs) But but she also said. I mean, I think we know you could pull it off. Does your mother have gray hair? She has. uh, She's never dyed her hair in Uh her life. Yeah. She has two gray streaks just around her ears that are really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I really like that. them. But but there's also, because you were talking about your, uh, your friend who who dies with her out of a box because she's pragmatic and she's... Uh, resourceful. Resourceful, exactly. <laughs> and I, I really admire that. But there's, if this woman, uh, what's the woman, Kat, who's asking advice? Yes, yes Kat. Kat. She, if she was dyeing her hair from the age of 16, is that more about being resourceful or is it she seems to be focused on age and looking old and the fact that she works with younger people and wants to appear younger? And so those are different reasons to be dyeing your hair, I would say. Well, my guess, actually, is that she was dyeing her hair from 16 in more of a punk or a goth kind of a way. Oh, that okay. Well, that and so my guess is her hair has been jet black, probably, since she was 16. And now she's letting it go a little bit, and it's growing back in brown, and with the brown, some of the gray is coming in. But I think, honestly, a lot of women, I think it's kind of punk rock to go gray in your th- late 30s, too. I mean, I, I think it's a weird flip of the equation where you want it to be super dark when you were young. And then I think if you can pull off that sort of witchy gray when you're young, it can, right. I think it look, can look really beautiful on someone. But you have to know. You have to give yourself a good look and say, am I pulling this off? And you can I also, also yeah. ask somebody. Don't ask your friend that wears a ton of makeup outrageous i just wanted to say that i think geography weirdly has a role in this too i think if you're yeah. in a if you big live in new city, york you can looks, get away with it. exactly yeah. it does yeah. look so i'm curious to know where she lives there is it's just so a, true if you live in vegas you'll never have another date again as long as you live exactly. but by <laughs> yeah. the way can we just give a shout out to the las vegas mayor and all the wonderful oh, isn't things she she's what doing. carolyn goodman is that her name she's just a oh, dream she's, if you haven't seen her you guys have to google this lady she's absolutely crazy oh she's doing wonderful things for the city of las vegas she really is yeah she's just decided that it does that Las Vegas, which is a cesspool and a petri dish, which should only that- be allowed to to exist in good when there is, it should be the when you when everything else in your life is settled. If you want to go to Las Vegas and waste some of that money or waste some of that time or have that sure. fun or whatever, go or ahead that and education do it. In, in, in Jack's case, but when mm. people are, <laughs> when, but when people are literally dropping dead. From being well, let me explain to them what happened so they know. Yeah, so we don't know this. No, oh, so the mayor of Las Vegas went on Anderson Cooper and said that she wanted to volunteer the city of Las Vegas to be the control group. She wanted everyone to run free to see how many people died in her own city. And yeah. that they Are you would serious? Serve as, seriously. Yeah. And that they would serve as the control group yeah. for the country. Yeah. Wow. Just so she, she could reopen the casinos. So she could keep the economy open. Wow. Yeah, she was like, I've said we'll be the control group. I'm volunteering us to be the control group. It was out. I'd love to know how many ventilators they have in Vegas. No kidding. Because, well, I mean, everybody's on a, yeah, one's a per, one or two a person, I would think. Yeah. I also just wanted to say with Kat, and I don't mean to be rude, but I cannot imagine being entertained with, by someone with gray hair. It just would never happen. Mm. So sure. I do think that she probably needs to find a new line of work. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Brian, 
Let's do this next question. Okay. Fabulous. This one's a good one, Rana. And very relatable. You want, okay. Shall I read it? Dear Rana, Brian, and guests. That's Jack and Megan. Yes. I hope that. Well, let's call it Megan and Jack for this time. Oh, sorry, Megan and Jack. I mean, you keep saying Jack and Megan. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I want to know when you two fell for each other, was it immediate or was he sort of pestering you and then you gave in? <laughs> well, funny that, that word. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a real assumption there, Ronna. I don't know. And a real accurate one, it sounds like. Yeah, probably. <laughs> to be fair, he I mean, he we had we got along immediately and had great chemistry, but you did pester me. You wore me down. You wore me down. <laughs> <laughs> he would not take no for an answer in the most romantic way, yes. and sensual way. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Possible. That's clarifications. It must yeah. feel good when your fiance says you wore me down. Yeah. It must make you feel like a real catch, Jack. Oh, does it? yeah, just just a war of attrition. That's what. It, that's the our romantic story. Yes, much it's like just... the northern and the southern Vietnamese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the show exactly. that on the show that you two Guerrilla did together, warfare. it always sure. works. It always works. Yeah. Yeah. Jane okay. Goodall. Okay. Dear Ronna Brian and guest. S, plural. Yeah. I hope this letter finds you with a fixed sauna. Oh, have they heard? I accidentally broke uh, Ronna's infrared sauna. I have an infrared really sauna. Yeah. And that was really the keystone to my situation. I was watching my own episodes of 911 in there, of course. He and was then drinking I tequila. drinks everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, it just wasn't. I mean, but my that's my Friday nights. cleaning oh, lady. Oh, boy. Would come into the, she would come to the sauna, she would take her outside clothes, leave them in there to bake, and then would switch into her uniform, and she'd have to do 20 minutes in the sauna. Then she could come into my house and clean. Now the sauna is down. And I've so had to do my own, and I've had to do my own nails actually, which has been very difficult. Well, what does that have oh, to do God. with the sauna? Because Yadvina is my is also a registered esthetician. Well, I know she's registered, but in, she's from Ukraine. In Ukraine, they yeah. all know. They all do. You know what that means? Facials. First, it's the nails, then it's the roots. Then what's next? That's there exactly right. Megan yeah. understands. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hope this letter finds you with a fixed sauna. These days, it's the little things, and you need that sauna. If it's any consolation, I am newly pregnant and can no longer use the hot tub at home, among other things I can't do. Because, you know, pregnant women can't go in very hot water, so they say. Right. That's what they say now. They used to tell you to take a scalding hot bath. I mean, if that once they figure it all out, I'll... Somebody let me know. Okay. Sure. Speaking of home, here we did are. Did you have a water birth, Rana? I mean, did you s- deliver <laughs> yes, Jordan right, in the That's top? right. I delivered a baby in my own sluice. Yeah. Okay. Does that sound like me? No. Or does that sound like I said, I'm going to go to sleep now. Wake me up when he's clean and you want to hand him to me. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like something I would say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, wake me up when my glam squad's here and this baby's clean enough for me to look at. I didn't need the first. <laughs> I didn't. Need, I absolutely did not need. What do I need the first moment for? To know when he comes out looking like an alien? That's the moment I want? No. I, Bring him to me when he's cute and I'll fall right, right in love with him. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. My kind of girl here, I can tell. And I love your frames. Excuse me. You taught his Thank frames. You. <laughs> Speaking of home, here we are. I've been quarantined with my husband of two years and our 19-month-old daughter. We are actually managing it well. I'm a stay-at-home mom and my husband works from home, so we are used to being around each other quite a bit and share parenting, du- parenting duties as a very good team. The problem is this. Since our stay-at-home order began, it has really started to bother me how much my husband is a total homebody slash couch potato. 
He functions just fine without getting outside for fresh air and exercise, something I absolutely need for my mental health. I've always known this about him, and we've joked about how he could, quote, live in a cave in the past, but this is something else. To me, it's starting to feel lazy. Additionally, he's about 20 pounds overweight and has high cholesterol. He's on medication for it. Before quarantine, he played tennis once a week and worked out with a trainer twice a week, doing mostly weight-resistant stuff. No cardio. He doesn't eat hot. Those are her words, don't mind. He doesn't eat horribly, but he doesn't watch what he eats either. A lot of carbs, beer on weekends. The real problem is this. I'm starting to find him unattractive. Not just physically, but the whole lack of desire to get outside and simply take a brisk walk with me and our toddler is just annoying. Mostly, I just want him to be healthy for our family and take part in walks and running around outside with our toddler. Thanks in advance for your incredible wisdom and for all that you do, Mom in L.A. Wow. Mom in L.A. Wow. I will just say tennis is cardio. Definitely. Yes, but, he, but he's, he's no not doing any it. of those things anymore, yeah. And he's 20 pounds overweight. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, looks good on – which doesn't look bad on some men. Well, on with beer it can. Yeah. If he's 20, he's probably actually 30. Because I think the way people eyeball things. 20 – I, I mean, yeah. 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 Unless he's short, then you really know what 20 is. I feel like this – actually, there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> I think, yeah. firstly – how people are living their life and dealing with this, with being quarantined, it's, it's separate. It's completely new territory for couples. I think that there is going to be a big adjustment period, you know, hit him being a couch potato, you know, that might be his way of coping with what's going on right now. Things will maybe normalize, but I would say to, that she should maybe take a look at herself and what what she might be projecting a bit on him. That's just Ooh, my feeling. That's interesting. Explain. Well, she seems more, and, and maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but she seems a little less concerned about his lack of activity and a little more annoyed, uh, which tells me that she might be having issue, projecting her issues of what it means to be inactive and she might be trying to process her own feelings about how to feel useful and stay in shape during this time. Interesting. I think, I think that's a very, yeah, she does sound more annoyed than concerned. I didn't pick that up, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, what do you think? No, this is some deep psychoanalysis happening. How many pounds, just just very curious how many pounds up you are right now, Jack. Um, I'd say a comfortable <laughs> ten. No sure, way. Who is it? Yeah, I'd say, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. You know, just a little bit of padding for the warmth. Um, sure. Because, uh, yeah, no, I think. I listen. Uh, I sympathize uh, with Dad in LA. Um, uh, his predicament <laughs> here with regards to maybe not being inclined, not finding it easy to to motivate himself to um, to engage in physical activity that he does not necessarily find uh, rewarding. And not to say that going for a walk with one's toddler is not rewarding. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I, I don't have one. But um, I think that 
if one has a routine that one is used to maintaining going with a trainer and playing tennis like he does and that routine evaporates it's it's hard for a lot of people to to recalibrate and and to not just go off the deep end a little yeah. bit i think we've got to have a little bit of sympathy be a little bit gentle with ourselves because i think a lot of people are feeling very guilty about uh their inactivity or putting on a bit of weight or maybe they're not being very productive during these these quarantine days uh and that can manifest in a lot of different ways so it might be more it might be less him just being out and out lazy and more him feeling uh frustrated uh, at his own um, lack of desire to to create a new routine for himself. Yes, when, yeah. I I think Megan hit on something very interesting. I think both of the, the this this both what both of you have said makes me think of two things. One is she's pregnant right now. This is a woman that cares about being in shape. She cares about herself being in shape. She cares about what's going on in the family. She wants that to be part of what's going on here. She wants activity to be part of what's going on here. And I think you hit on something on a deeper level, Megan, which is very interesting, which is that because she's pregnant, not only is she dealing with the change of her own body, again, she's already gone through this once. She has a 19-month-old. So she's limited in how she can control her own figure and her own physique and her own outlet for exercise, which she says is key to her mental health. So I think that's very, a very insightful what you were saying about her projecting onto him. Because I think part of her frustration is also probably you can get up and do whatever you want. I'm trapped in this house taking care of this 19-month-old, and I'm also trapped in this body taking, nurturing our second child. So I am literally doing everything for this family right now. And you're sitting on the couch. That's the yeah. first thing that she's feeling. But in fairness, I, I mean, I'm guessing, but in fairness, which really isn't fair, by the way, it, it's fair for her to feel that way, but it really isn't the reality of what, I mean, he can't carry the baby for everybody. He also isn't going to live his life the way that you want him to. And in fact, in fairness to him, it sounds like he's not a self-starter, not a motivated person in that way. But in order to deal with his health and get something done, he really needs other people to help him do that, which is why he goes out and plays tennis and why he goes out to a trainer. Because otherwise he would be one of those guys that wakes up and goes for a jog every morning. And he's not one of those people. So now, Also, I do feel like yeah. she's, it's a little bit of a slippery slope of you being annoyed with everything he does yes um i think you don't want to go down that road because it, it sounds like you're almost at the point where even looking at him makes you like just pissed or irritated mm -hmm. and that's scary territory i think but how does she handle it because it's bothering her mm -hmm. and so i think the the walking outside with the toddler thing that's a real problem to me if that's a thing that the family is doing that he's just not motivated to get, to go, get off the computer or get off his yeah. couch to come do that, we have a problem. Because he's dealing, this guy's a little bit of a low-grade depressive. And these circumstances aren't helping matters with any, any person is a low-grade depressive in this circumstance. Sure. Where we're all fenced in and we can't do the things we want to do and we can't manage our anxiety the way we want to. Or we can't simply just express our freedom of will, which is... 
I want to go get a salad here. I want to take a walk there. I mean, literally, we're all penned in at the moment. Yeah. But he's not leaving the house. And so I think you need to talk to him about that. Not, I don't think you need to talk to him about his weight. Because I think that, honestly, is very hurtful and and probably well, he's not going to receive that. But but you could talk to him, one, about, about I want you to be, I want you to, it's important to me that you're part of these walks with the family. It's important for me to get out and get around in my condition to be walking around. And I want you to be part of that. And I want us to do that as a family. And if he doesn't agree with that, well, then you, you've got a gateway to a real case against him if you want it. You know, a real <laughs> argument. And the diet thing, I think you have to say, we have to, we have to do better than this. We're not getting out. You, your cholesterol is an issue. I know you're on Lipitor, whatever you're on, but we have another child on the way. And it matters to me that we are healthy for our kids. And I need, and I need you to get on board. And so either we need to do a meal plan or we need to talk about what we're buying or we need to do whatever. But you have to be careful about over-controlling his mm-hmm. life at this time and giving him a little slack to... I will say this. There are two, first of all, I'm I'm already not on her side or his for that matter. The fact that they've been together two they've been married two years and this child is 19 months old. So they had this baby before getting married, which is disgusting. Oh, so boy. first of all, I'm horrified by that. <laughs> I, I it's just I, I don't know if you two know, but Brian lives a very traditional lifestyle. I certainly I do. realize. I do I want to be involved with a woman romantically? <laughs> no, but those are the rules and I play by them. So let's very honorable. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's it's you know, it's a living. But I will also say this. <laughs> what she could do, and this is maybe mean, maybe. But I think it would get the point, it would certainly get the point across with me. Hey, Tubalad. No, close. <laughs> there is a network that's doing things that no one else is doing oh, in America boy. right Here now. Here we go. It is yep. a cable network that changes the game every year. <laughs> TLC has a show called My 600 Pound Life. And I'm thinking that they could watch it together and she could say, oh, you kind of look like him then, <laughs> to someone who's on the show. Because would you want to hear that? No, but and that's part of the problem. I think she's, when she makes comments like, because of all this, I'm not attracted to him. That's a very dangerous path to be mm. walking. And I think that your advice, yeah. as much as I value that... <laughs> And respect your opinion. Thank you. It's maybe playing a little too hard for to, to that uh, side of the fence, if you know. Well, maybe mean. maybe you can soften it slightly and and watch my season of my life and say and engage in it more on the basis of like I wonder how they got there. You know, like what was the what was yeah. their starting point? How many chalupas did he have for breakfast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've had you've journey, had two. Kind of he was right. eating eighteen. Yeah. Can, can I just ask? Yeah. Did she open with the fact? that she's upset that she can't soak in the hot tub anymore? She opened with that? Well, she, she opened that with that because she was relating to the fact that my son is broken. She was saying, right. I get it, Rana. Don't okay. worry. People might Got be it. making fun of you that the Rana son is not working. You're not going to get a complaint out of me. Yeah. 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 Now, Rana, did we want to do, do... But do, she do, does do. say we are actually managing it all well in the beginning, which is curious to me. I, I don't ever want to soak in a hot tub. No, yeah. but she says way too many terms. No, but she says no. we're managing the quarantine well at the beginning. I think she's having. I think Megan hit at a deep 
psychoanalytical level of what, that she needs to take a look at what's going on with her because I think she need and, and acknowledge it and that's okay. But I think she is feeling double, double detained at the moment. She's not only quarantined in her home, she's quarantined in her body because she's pregnant with the second child. So any any freedom that he has that she doesn't have makes her want to punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could go for a run. You could go do whatever. I got to this, not to mention parenting a 19 month old. It doesn't matter how much he helps. The kid wants its mother. So she's carrying one kid around and taking another and putting it to bed. And then she's, and then she's literally gestating another child. And this guy's eating potato chips and she wants to punch him through the bag into his Honestly, face. when you put it like that, I do too. Yeah. It, it, it just sounds yeah. miserable. I mean, she probably just has to say to him, look, we got to restructure this day because this is actually driving me up the wall. Yeah. But I agree with the, with the attractiveness thing. You have to be very careful because it may really just be his behavior that you're finding unattractive, yeah. not him. And that that's and she's, just she's probably feeling unattractive and she's projecting that on him as well. Yeah. Because also this 20 pounds, this high cholesterol thing didn't happen during quarantine. This was all ahead of that. And when she says he's eating more carbs and drinking beer on the weekends, that's not necessarily a 20 pound weight gain. So I I feel like he might have not been too far off from where he was before physically. What he's doing though. The behavior's annoying. Everything, you're exactly right. Everything he's not doing is going on a list. Yeah. And what they were doing before was, look, this guy likes to eat and drink. And he doesn't like to exercise, but he'll do it because he knows it makes his wife happy and that, and that he doesn't want to drop dead. Yeah. But really when you have high, when you have high cholesterol, I bet he has a borderline high cholesterol, like not a terrible number. When you have high cholesterol, they tell you exercise and change your diet. And if you don't listen to that, they tell you that first and they try to get you to do it for six months or three months or a year, whatever it is. And if they don't, if you don't do it, they put you on medication. And then when you're on, and there's people that are in perfectly great shape that can't manage the cholesterol and they're on medication. They just have mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. So he's really managing it through the medication. And so he got a little bit of a break with this where he gets to eat. He still gets to eat and drink and he can manage it with the medication. But she's just seeing that as another thing on the list of you've been asked to take care of yourself and you're not connected to your body. And it's driving me crazy because she's overly connected, very connected to her body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do you all have time for one more? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay, we'll do one Great. more, and then we'll do our giveaway, and then we'll do our cliffhanger, which we yes. which we just read. We don't have to, you know. Answer. Okay. Okay. This is another practical question. Hello, Rana, Brian, and Megan, and Jack. Did you anyone notice that order? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I am writing in because I need some advice on a good set of pots and pans for my kitchen. About four years ago, I discovered discovered I was severely allergic to gluten and dairy, and as of 2020, I've started eating a vegan diet. Because of this, I cook about 90% of the meals my husband and I eat, and I love to get creative. Cookies, cooking has always been such a big part of our lives, and we really enjoy cooking for our friends and family. As newlyweds, cooking for each other has also become a very important event. Not to mention COVID-19 has forced us to cook at home even more than before, if you can believe it. However, I worry that the mashup of old pots and pans that we have brought into this relationship, some from his mother, may she rest in peace, some from my college years, are not cutting the mustard. Wow. That's crazy that she put, may his mother rest in peace, not cutting the mustard in the same sentence. Yeah. Rana, you have the best. And I think it's also cutting musta. I don't think it's mustard. 
That is I have always said mustard. Jack. Me too. Jack. Yeah, that's mustard, yeah. There you oh, go. Doesn't pa- well, it doesn't everybody. pass muster. Yeah. Cut. Well, you say yeah. pass, we say cut. You, say you know cut. what? England and New England, you just chill out because the rest of North America says something different. <laughs> cut the. Well, who cuts mustard? How have you ever cut mustard? Wendy Williams that's c- why cut it, it on Wendy at home the other day. cut the mustard. It won't do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Muster. M U S T E R. Muster. But it's spelled M U S T A R D. Go on. Okay. So they don't cut the mustard. Okay. Rana, you have the best taste when it comes to all things home. And True. I wouldn't take advice on the subject. What is the best brand of kitchenware for serious daily chefs? I know that our return on our investment will be huge, so price is not an issue. Excuse, Excuse me. me. Hit me with your best. Kiss, kiss. Love always. Andrew. Are you all are So you these all are two men. Right now? Two men, by the way. Are they? Yeah, because Andrew and he said his husband, right? Didn't he? Um, I thought so. Okay, yes, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. right. Oh, God, it vegan doesn't gay husbands. really matter. Uh, I know, I had the smell of that <laughs> that's coming out of that <laughs> fridge and that kitchen and that bathroom, all three. Ve- <laughs> just vegans are really stinky people. They just And die. then two men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but do you a lot all cook of garlic? <laughs> sweating a lot of garlic, the two of them, because you need all the oh. garlic and the onions you can get your hands on. And a lot of that. Um, Nutritional yeast. What's it well, called? Well, yeah. when you put oh, it that I love way, nutritional yeah. yeast. I bet you do. I can tell. I love it. Yeah. Are you a vegan? I'm not. No, but I but I do like vegan food a lot. Yeah. She's yeah. not vegan. She's just thin. Do you all do you all cook at home? <laughs> Are you doing that now, or did you do it before even? Uh, yeah, yeah. We've been yeah. we've been um we've been doing a lot of cooking at home. You actually know a lot about pots and pans. I would say, but more, really, but more importantly, here you two. You were about to be married, so you must yeah. have a registry. So you must have chosen your pots and pans, Jack. Is that right? We we didn't. We uh, we kind of we've been living together for a while now, so we've kind of already, out of wedlock. Out of wedlock, yeah. <laughs> which, in, Brian so, honestly, is, which Brian does which Brian does not approve of. I'm going to leave sorry, this Brian. meeting. That's okay. <laughs> I'm very sorry, um, but we're in separate rooms. Brian's now, so divorced, fine. just so you two know. I am divorced yeah. from oh, a man, though. Yeah. No, but it's fine. But anyway, I don't know why we're, he we're devo- talking about he it. Do- Jack. <laughs> because, well, because it's a non-traditional thing. You're so, you're so concerned yeah. about everybody's family values. And you yes. share the yes. dog. No, but it's always different if you get, get divorced um, because gay people are still like, um, you know, sloths or whatever. You can still compare them to animals. Oh, I love a sloth. Divorce is different. My God. Okay, so okay. who gave you? Pots and pants. Jack? Yeah. Well, yes. Well, we've got some that I'm happy to recommend um, because they seem to be relatively indestructible. So if you're talking about day to day wear and tear, I think that they'll they'll hold up pretty well. Easy to uh, clean too, which is a yeah. That's a huge thing. A good thing. Mm-hmm. But we're not really. I, I'd be curious what your easy to clean pots and pans are. But this person isn't saying that really. What they're saying is, I want to throw everything out that's in this house, and I want yeah. a gorgeous showstopper set of pots. But and I want to know what Jack, what kind of do you all? Yeah. Is there a brand that you all have for your for your what pots you and like pans you, set? Yeah. Is it all uniform? Not really. We've got, we've got a few things here and there. Um, with the the nice stuff, Megan actually bought for me a few years ago. That's nice. true. I did. Yeah, it was a very nice. Buy him a, a, a pot, and he'll learn to cook. 
What? Yeah. What was it, babe? It was the copper stuff. Yeah. Ooh, very that's so pretty. But you know what? It, they 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 don't look as sparkly the second you use them, and you ha- they actually require a lot of upkeep, which is mm. not. They very had to clean copper pots. Oh yeah. God! Yeah. yeah. It seems like and a good heavy. idea. Yeah. Yeah. I use it, it, it back in LA. I have like a set of all clad, oh. whatever those Excuse silver me. ones are. Yeah. Stainless yeah. steel. Those. I use those, even though it's a joke that I have them because like I've only recently started, I started using my oven for the first time this month. I'm not even kidding. Wow. So yeah, it's ridiculous that I have it, but I do. So that's, but I, I'm not professional. You know what this question sounds more about though? And I agree with this. It's two people coming together, newlyweds. You want to get rid of all your kitchen stuff from previous relationships. So mothers. Like You don't want to be eating from things, especially if you cook every day and it's obviously a huge part of their life and their connection. Yep. You don't want to be eating food off pans you cooked with your ex on. It's the equivalent of moving into somebody's house where they lived with somebody else. You want to move into a new house together. So you want to move into a new kitchen and a new life together. Yeah. You want to throw out the mattress and get a new mattress. I think that you're very good at this, Megan. You're very good at reading reading the subtext of what's going on. No kidding. A lifetime of therapy. I sure. <laughs> it's paying off. I agree with Brian. I would recommend all clad on any day. Uh, they're fabulous. I have a lot of all clad uh, cookware, and they have a one. It has a wonderful heft, and I like the way that the lids feel when they come on and off, and I like the way the handles feel. Now that I think of it, Rana, I didn't buy them. <laughs> now that I think of it, meaning. Well, do you remember before quarantine how I would take the trips to Boston instead of living in Boston? Yeah. And you have that, I have, well, now I have the kitchen in the carriage house. Correct. So I think, anyway, it's funny. I think they- They made their way into your bag. I think I didn't buy them is what I'm realizing. They made their way into your bag. I think that's- Or into you song's bag at the time. I think you meant to send them to me maybe and I just ended up taking them. Uh I don't remember. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. (sighs) I mean- it undermines the whole operation. Do you see that? Which, We're here to give people advice, which means that we are upstanding job. citizens, that yeah. we are paragons of how to comport yourself. Yeah. And then we find out you're checking, you're actually taking my things and then checking them. Well, Rana, I have to be honest, the you, you're the one who brought up my divorce and we didn't get pots and pans during my marriage. Okay. So I brought this up was, and you didn't give me a wedding present. I brought up so this was... I brought up your divorce because you, you were saying people should live a traditional life. And I wanted to know, people to know that he who is out sin, without sin, cannot cast the first stone or however it goes. Because we don't say that in the Jewish religion. But however, yeah. whatever it is that you say about hitting people on the head with stones or whatever it is. That is what I yeah. say. In any event, all clad, as Brian knows, was good enough to, to steal. Take. Take. Yeah. Except, except, except his gift. All clad is fabulous. I agree with Megan and Jack 100%. The coppa looks fabulous. It's a mistake to invest in the coppa unless you want to live in a French farmhouse and you've got Lovely. some, and you've got someone who's going to come in and clean your dishes for you because that's really yeah. what's going. You got to polish them. Oh, that's so disappointing because they're they are like so. Beautiful. Beautiful. Those are the pots and pans you leave out because they're, they're so beautiful. beautiful. They're beautiful, but they don't stay like that. But they're really got just it. set pieces. Yeah. Props. You should hang them like over the. Exactly. Door, like, no, get, use if you want to get two yeah. to hang over your over your Viking or over your wolf, yeah. go for it. Or in my case, your Lacunu. 
then the other thing is you want to get, I would say, a couple of sh- a show stop at Dutch ovens. So figure Mm -hmm. out what's going on in your your color scheme. Honestly, choose by color scheme. Oh, the Le Creuset? Either Le Mm. Creuset or Staub, which I also also love, and they make very different colors. And at this moment, uh, they are having all kinds of deals on Sir Latabe, Williams-Sonoma, and also there's a website called Food 52, which is a sort of higher, almost like a higher-end chef, uh, you know, it's still for the consumer, but has sort of higher end, and they sell food supplies there and things like that. And in cool. fact, dear friend of the podcast, Elizabeth Risa, yeah, while in quarantine, texted me. She was a second guest, I think, uh, and said, "Rana, I'm going to try and make this quick bread that everyone's making. This, sure. you know, they're making this no, no need. need bread, yeah. yeah, which is a joke because you still have to make it <laughs> 24 hours in advance." Sure. But in any event, she wanted to make this no-need bread. She texted me and she said, Rana, I don't have a Dutch oven. How do I cook this bread? And so I said, sent her a link and I said, well, I Googled bread in oven, no no Dutch oven. Bake bread, no Dutch oven. Sure. Sent her the link. So she, that's what, she's a movie star, so that's what she doesn't know how to Google something for herself. She just asks someone a question. And then yeah. they do the Google and then they send her a link, which is, outra- which is outrageous. Unbelievable. And I said, if you're wondering, that was a very quick Google, and I gave her the search terms. But in any event, this wow. led to her wanting to buy a Dutch oven. And sure. she has just purchased a gorgeous Staub mustard Dust oven. It is cut speaking of cutting the mustard. Sure. Mustard. And this one yeah. c- really cuts the mustard in mustard, uh-huh. and yeah. it's gorgeous. And she it looks perfect against the tiles on her backsplash in her kitchen. And she just Ooh. cooked her first bread in it. So I they are say, beautiful. They are beautiful. Pick some some sort of a showstopper that you don't mind taking out when it's time to make a stew or whatever. Or you could even just leave that sitting on, on top of you. It makes you honestly it makes me happy to walk in and see my liquor. Very homey. Yeah, and yeah. then a good set of knives are important. And, Ooh, don't we know it? Yeah. I just bought Jack a, a serrated knife. Can you tell me what kind of knives you have? Mine are awful. And they're, what do we they're have, I mean, babe? I spent nothing on them. What I mean, have they're you not got? They're a very cheap. Well, that's why they're awful. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> is it Shen? Shen is Japanese. Is Japanese oh, okay. Brand. They're uh-huh. gorgeous. Those knives they're are great. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. They're really. But really you can get well. away with a Wustoff, makes a very nice knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, Global, uh, very global have a pretty, very pretty handle, but it's a light handle. So if you don't like a light handle, then that's not for you. Um, Ronna, what are you saying? And if you like a thick handle, Brian, <laughs> it's not for you. Just go home and make your own Dutch <laughs> oven. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Oh, please Nothing. don't get don't get Brian started on Dutch ovens or Cleveland steamers or oh, bl- don't get or me started. Or, what, what's we your... got lots to talk about. This is upper all hot talk. An upper deck, an upper decker. <laughs> Wait, what's that? <laughs> That's when someone takes a poop on the upper level of like the tank part of the toilet and leaves it there. I think while getting a blowjob. I don't think, no. <laughs> she added that. An upper deck, an upper deck is, a, is a revenge Wanna, move. It's Wanna, a revenge how move. How do you know these things? It, I never, she's, she's the one who knows all of this. I'm obsessed with them. But Ron is the one who knows all about these things. Should we move I think on to our giveaway? I think her son does them. Okay. okay. How dare you? Okay. All right. So we do a thing on this show where we give away uh, something nice to one of the people who wrote in. 
Um, so, Rana, do you want to first say what we're giving away and yes. then I'll recap or should I recap Every first? week we like to give away something where just a little something. The, the criteria is completely whoever we feel we want to give it to. Whoever moved you in some way and you think, you know what, I think so-and-so deserves this. And we give a little something away that, that we feel just improves the quality of someone's life. So sometimes it's a LaMail lip balm, or sometimes it's ah. a sunscreen or a beautiful Aesop hand soap. Just something you wouldn't necessarily splurge on yourself, but that you're happy to have. Love that. And the last couple of weeks, we've been trying to support the businesses that we love. And we've been sending food care packages to people. So we did a Zingerman's Deli, which comes out of Ann Arbor. If you don't know it, you should. They're fabulous. They do a fabulous mail order the first week. We did Russ and Daughter's uh, New York Brunch. Yeah. Then we did, last week, we did Blackberry Farm, which Blackberry I don't know if you've Farm, heard of yeah. it. But it's in, uh, but Megan, it's Yosuda Place. Oh. Basically, if Oprah, These owned, are lovely if Oprah owned a farm in the middle of Tennessee, in the middle of the, at the foothills of the Smokies. That's where you would. My only complaint of Blackberry Farm was that they put white book covers over all the books, which I think is anyone who organizes their books by color should be should really be investigated for other crimes Why? against humanity. <laughs> is my is my feeling because books should be organized based on themselves and their personalities and how they came into your life and how they associate with they they are their own country onto themselves in your yeah, house. Yeah, I agree with feeling. you. I think someone who has their bookshelf, book, bookcase organized by color, it's like, didn't it's, read those then books. it's not yeah. about why the books. Just get, why don't you just get a <laughs> bunch of colored rocks and put those up instead? I mean, yeah. you're not using That'd them. That'd be beautiful. It's all for show. It's, look, I read. Yeah. Yep. So in any event, this week, we are so, we were so proud of what Shake Shack did in giving back the $10 million that they got from the stimulus. Did you hear about yeah, this? Uh, no, I didn't hear about that. So yeah. Shake Shack and a number of other businesses, but Shake Shack applied for the stimulus. And then in the, in the meantime, they organized their own private financing. And so when the check came for $10 million, Danny Mayo, who's the head of Shake Shack and Gramercy Tavern and a million other things, uh, or 11 Madison Park, gave... Uh, and Mayalino, which is actually my favorite. That's the one that, that if you've ever stayed in the Gramercy Park Hotel in New York, the hotel's okay, but they have a fat, this is actually a hot tip for when things open again. They have a restaurant downstairs, which is on the corner of Gramercy Park, has these beautiful floor to ceiling windows, but it's a restaurant that's, it's not in the basement, but it's just at street level. So it feels a tad sunken, which I find very cozy in a restaurant. So you don't you feel mm. that the people are walking at your exact eye level instead of you sort of sitting above them or below them. Mm. And you can see right into Gramercy Park from there, and they have a fabulous breakfast. Even though they want you to come there for dinner, I go there for breakfast. There's no one there. It's a perfect place to take a meeting or to just sit and have a coffee and read the paper. But in any event... You are something else, Rana. Mylino. He gave them He gave them money back. And a few other businesses have done this too, but basically also exposing this is what's wrong with the way they're giving this money. They're giving it to people that don't need it. They're not checking anything. And there has been so much fraud also with, with all people. Apparently, in order to get your stimulus check, all you have to do is put in a name and a social security number, which, of course, people have all kinds of stolen data. But anyway, in order to support that, which we thought was fabulous, we are giving away through Gold Belly. They, I don't know if you know Gold Belly. They ship from all kinds of restaurants across, and, and vendors across the country that's sort of artist, artisanal. You can get ribs from here or, or you know, 
crawfish from New Orleans or whatever it is that you want. But they do a Shake Shack kit where they send the Shake Shack burgers and buns, etc., with the sauce, with the shack sauce to your house. And I think it's mm. enough for eight people, I hate to tell you. And that's what we're giving away this week is a Shake oh, Shack. Okay. So are we giving this to go, Going Gray Hair Dye or the person who has to sit through the Zoom meetings with the kids? Or the mom in LA who's complaining about how her husband's hungry. <laughs> or the vegans. Or, or the vegans. Or the vegans. <laughs> they can eat the bun. So for for two people, it's a joke. <laughs> one that well, I one know. That probably would, I know one who that would probably I be triggering. I know who I want to send it to. <laughs> well, we let our guests pick first. Oh, that's right. But who, I know who, who I want to send it to. And there's no criteria to. except just like what you feel whatever you want to do whatever you feel in your heart what do you think babe uh well it's really a question of whether one gives into one's worst <laughs> impulses uh, yeah, or yeah. Not. i'm struggling with the same thing yeah um, some... okay pa- part of me wants to send it to to la mom just to be like me enjoy too. your fucking life you me know too. have a good time i'm with you there i don't know why i guess that's a sick thing to do but it, it is it, sick Jack, d- what's your feeling? <laughs> yeah, I'm leaning. I'm leaning to. I mean, it's just speaking for her. She's she's eating for two right now. Um, so numerically, uh, <laughs> that is slightly better than than the vegan option. Plus, she could do a reward system. Like every time you actually go on the walk with us, you can have a burger. That yeah. Yeah, and she could do like protein. a punch card. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that is a sexy dynamic for their new marriage—a <laughs> reward system. She just, she, just, she just leads him up up the street with a with a Shake Shack burger in her hand on a fishing pole. Yeah, on step a fishing by step. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely want to send it to mom in LA. I do. Why do you want to? Definitely. We are bad because she needs to confront the situation here. Mm. And I want she, her well, to. She, that's true. Then she has to explain where they came from. I want I her to sit yeah. there and she could do and a really passive him. aggressive thing where it's like, "Do you know that you ordered these at midnight last night? You've got a problem." <laughs> I want her to have to watch him eat six burgers and decide and decide whether she still loves him at the end of that. I think that's You're the one, real you want to test their marriage. <laughs> Well, I think that this is a little bit of a flex point in their marriage. And I think what Megan is saying is right. We, everyone needs to take a breath here. I mean, to be yeah. honest. They do seem like the most obvious candidates for these burgers, I have to say. And hilarious. Yes. And that maybe she needs to say, okay, everything I'm feeling is fair and justified, but I got to take a step back and I got to take a breath. And I have to realize I'm having trouble controlling my own existence and now I'm trying to control his. Sure. And maybe we could all just relax and take a little breath and have a shake shack together. And then as soon as that's done, she'd go, she should say, all right, fat ass, get up. We're going for a walk. <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> We're taking the talk. Do you want your child to grow up and be a fat ass just like you? <laughs> Let's go. Are you out of your mind, Rana? I think you've been drinking. <laughs> let's get up and let's get our steps. And uh, and I'm go- going back on Fitbit now, and we're going to be competing for steps, and I'm going to know how many you get in a day because we're linked together now. So let's get this train moving. 
they need to be they need to be kicked out of their inaction at the moment because they're in a little bit of a detente. Speaking of a war of attrition, where they're sort of passive aggressively fighting each other from over. He's not he's not oblivious to the fact that she thinks it's disgusting that he's sitting on the couch. He's pushing right. her buttons a little bit too, mm. and he's not taking care of himself. And he needs a kick in the rear, and she needs a little bit of a, a check. I would say, Jack, and they can do Megan. it over burgers. Sure. Plus, you can. I'm sure this stuff freezes. I will say that you don't have to eat all eight burgers at the same time. Yeah, tell that to everyone right burgers now. I mean, like that's well. just not going to happen. I, I would eat them. Brian, I'm right sending now. one for you at the carriage house, but I can't join you for that. So you'll have to just eat all eight burgers yourself. Oh, by the way, Rhonda, just really quick before we yeah. say goodbye to our dear friends, I, I wanted to ask no. um, if I could have Yadvina's uh, social security number. No. I just want to see that. <laughs> Because now she's now she's eligible for the stimulus now that the sauna broke. Well, I don't know. I'm just wondering if I needed it for some paperwork. Okay, Megan and Jack, we're going to read one cliffhanger, which we don't have to answer. We're just going to read it on the air. But first, just wanted to say a big thank you for being on the show and for dispensing. I'm not kidding, Rana. Like yeah. real pearls of wisdom. Megan, might, really Megan might be our most insightful guest yet. I, I will think say. So. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I am. What a compliment! Whoever your therapist Truly. is, keep up the good work. I'd stick with that person. Or I'd, or I'd go back to the one you had before that got you that, that taught you all those tricks. Whichever, whichever it is. What's the best way? If people want to, where would you like to lead people for them to, I mean, I'm sure. Where can they follow you, you or where, listen to you? Follow or you or and like, watch what, what's your favorite you, thing what, that maybe you, yeah. watch of yours? Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, it's my, my Instagram is my uh, Great. creative outlet. <laughs> Great. Days. And you're yeah. at Megan Rath? Yes, I am. M-E-A-G-H-A-N-R-A-T-H. All the letters. That's yeah. it. All, All the, the letters. letters. Jack, can people follow you anywhere or you're not into that? No, I'm, yeah, I'm Good completely for you. off the grid. So just follow Megan. You might occasionally catch a glimpse of me in the background. And if they want to watch something, though, what would you have them watch? That's a great question. Well, can they, is well the you show know Jack you was all... in Kingsman. Did you know that? Excuse I did me. Know that. Yeah. Jack is in the new Christopher Nolan movie coming out in, in July. Excuse yeah. me. Excuse July? Me. I mean, if it comes out at this point. Yeah, if you watch that very closely, again, you the might have to The one with um, Denzel Washington Jr.? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wait, will you ask him if you do reshoots, or maybe you could call him anyway, about mm. what at the end of Inception, yeah. um, mm-hmm. when the thing is the top is spinning mm-hmm. and then it tilts, but then it goes to back to spinning again, exactly yep. what was going on there? Um, I already signed an NDA with regard to that specific question, okay. so I'm afraid, even, yeah, I can't. Well, Will you also yeah. ask him why Mark Rylance's pot was so small in, uh, in, uh, uh, in Dunkirk? <laughs> in Dunkirk, if you don't mind. And if, and just one more quick question, if you Styles don't mind. Now. If you don't, well, no, he had just enough to do, Harry oh. Styles. Um, if you, and just one more quick question, if you could ask him why Tom Hardy, why halfway through Batman, when they knew you couldn't understand a word he was saying, <laughs> why they didn't make an adjustment. If you could just, and, and then that, those will be all my questions. But okay. for Christopher, oh, You should I'll also ask him what, why your part was so small in Dunkirk as well. No kidding. Oh, you uh, in Dunkirk uh, as well? He was in Dunkirk, Again, I saw in the credits. Yeah. That's, were were well, you in the U-boat with Harry Styles or where were you? He was. I, well, Not the of? U-boat, sorry. The, the, what are they called, those boats that convey you from one the place? The lifeboat thing, yeah. yeah. One of those, yes. yeah. yeah. I, had the, I had the great privilege of, um, of dunking Harry uh, into the water. Oh. So yeah, that's that was, why they call it Dunkirk, because Harry, Harry's yes. character was named Kirk. 
Yeah, I'm actually after I saw that movie. I'm going to be honest. After I saw that movie, I knew that's why they called it that. Yeah, yeah. So you and Harry Styles are close, or very, very. Yeah, we. He's actually quarantining with us. uh, I think he seems. I do think he seems like an interesting young man. I'm curious what he's up to. He's got something he's doing. He's up to something. He's up to something. Right. Okay. Okay. So we're going to read this last question. It'll be a cliffhanger on the Patreon. So this so is we a read, very... Yeah, we read this and then the people that go to... Uh, we have a Patreon, which is a paid episode. Well, we do a second episode every week. So we read... Patreon.com slash Ask Rana. We read a cliffhanger here and then we answer it there. Answer it there. And yeah. Rana, I think you're up. You want to read it? Oh, no, you're up for this for sure. Oh, this one's a little provocative if I remember it correctly. Yeah, yeah. The subject is a question you haven't heard before. Hello, Ron and Brian. I love you, the podcast, and love you both. I also have a terrible crush on Brian. Yeah. He's so handsome and sweet and funny. And if I wasn't married already, I assume this is a woman. You wanted something original, so here goes. I'm a married gay man. Does your married gay man know that you talk to me like this? Well, he's about to find out. Okay. You wanted something original, so here goes. I'm a married gay man, and I treat myself to a massage when I can afford it, and there's no pandemic going on. Who doesn't love a massage, right? I found a massage guy who has a space very close to where I live. He's a nice guy, a bit older than me, a very good massage therapist. I'd only been to him a couple times before Had the pandemic. It's true. Yeah. I'd only been to him a couple times before the pandemic shut everything down. But on the last time I got a massage from him, things got a little intimate. Hmm. I was lying face down <laughs> and he was working on my legs, moving his hands oh, higher boy. and higher up my thighs. As you might guess, it felt really good. At one point, I hate hands... having my legs massaged. It's very painful. The massage. It is painful. Yeah. Anyway, at one point, as his hands moved up my thigh, he very lightly stroked me right by the taint oh. balls region. Brian. And I have to admit, you know what, Brian? You know what, Rana? This is. You know what? Homophobia is, is rampant. It sure is, and homophobia is rampant. And no, no one's one, like, talking sexualizing... about it. No one's okay. talking about it during You're the right. pandemic. You're right. I apologize. <laughs> Please, when the moment's about me, let me have it. (laughs) At one point, his hands, okay, struck the trade balls. And I have to admit, I was suddenly surprisingly close to the edge, if you get my drift. What is that? What does it mean? Exactly. Rana doesn't understand double entendre. No. Then it happened again. And before I could ask I'm a virgin. Right. Yeah. I had a divine, (laughs) divine birth, an immaculate conception. And yet you're still Jewish, even after all that proof, Rana. Well, Jesus was too. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. He was the first immaculate, immaculately conceived Jew. People don't know. That's another one of our tricks we don't like to tell people about because we're so (laughs) shady in the, in the shadows. You know, we don't want, we don't want people to know that's one of our extraterrestrial tricks. Sure. Go on. Well, and as Joan Rivers would say, the Romans killed Jesus, not the Jews. Then it happened again. And before <laughs> Joan Rivers would say. <laughs> Joan Rivers. And before I could ask him to stop. Okay. Then it happened again. And before I could ask him to stop, I had an, an orgasm. Oh, an orgasm for being str- Wow. Guess it had really been a while since me and my husband had sex. So I asked him to stop for a second. And he said, okay, I'll be back oh, in a minute and God. left the room. I got up quickly feeling very embarrassed. <laughs> but there was no mess to clean up. I guess it was a completely what? internal mental orgasm. Oh, I've heard everything now. I got back on the table, and a minute later, he knocked on the door. I told him to come in, and he said, why don't you flip over onto your back, and you can just go back to sleep? I think he was giving me an out to just play it off like nothing had happened, which uh-huh. I thought was kind of him. 
I flipped over and he finished the massage as though all was normal. I don't think he was being a pervert, but just responding to my body and trying to make me feel good, which is the goal of a massage, right? So my question is, do I need to tell my husband this happened? Do I need to say anything to the massage therapist if when I get another massage? Or should I just find a new massage person and pretend none of it ever happened? I'm not at all attracted to him, but he's very good with his hands. Anyway, what, what to do? Thanks in advance for all your stellar advice. Kiss, kiss. Please don't say my name on the podcast. All right. Wow. Cliffhanger. Wow. I'm I think so we glad have, that's the cliffhanger. I think we have two <laughs> new. I think we have two new subscribers. Jack Honestly, and Megan yeah. are going to be on the Patreon next week, wanting to know this what the answer is. A hundred percent. Yeah. Wild. All right. Well, Jack and Megan, true delights. Um, thank you so much. Follow uh, Megan Rath everywhere. Watch Dunkirk. <laughs> Watch the new Christopher Dolan when you can. And <laughs> Christopher <yeah>. Nolan. <laughs> what did I say? Dolan. I Dolan. heard. Dolan. Oh. You're thinking of Xavier Dolan. Oh, is, was, I think it's a, no. Xavier Dolan is Dolan <laughs> is that young uh, Canadian upstart director. Yeah. He's about twenty two and a half. The punk Xavier. Did you just say Buffy? Well, yes. wasn't there a Xavier on Buffy? There was a Xander. Oh, Xander. Xander. But he's Chris, very troubled. But Chris, oh, he is. in real yeah. life, he is actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I said. Yeah, he is. And I saw on him the on show. Dr. Phil. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. What was he doing on Dr. Phil? I'll Google it. Or I'll what just is he getting on Doctor doing yeah, yeah. on Doctor Phil? What they're all doing? Getting free airfare? Oh, you should Google it because yeah. he's been on twice. The first time he walked off. The oh, second time dear. he came back and apologized. Xander Berkeley. That's very not Xander Berkeley. Is that his yeah. name? Xander something? Xander okay. Berkeley. Yeah. We we bought his house. That's like that's the house we live in. But is that Xander Berkeley or is Xander Berkeley the guy that was on Twenty Four? That's Xander Berkeley, who's on 24. And also, we did a show together, so I've known him for years and years, and we bought their family home. Well, there you go. Wow. It's a tiny world. Look at how we tied that all together. Now, we have to go because Brian has crimes to solve. Okay. I do. <laughs> I do. And, <laughs> and I have to go book a massage. Encyclopedia Safi in the case of the missing, the missing orgasm. Yep. I'm on the case. I'm on the case. Okay. But you all were brilliant. Thank you, were you so wonderful. much. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.